Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to our show and supporting what we're doing. If you enjoy the Don't Date Me podcast and you want to show us some love, then please consider donating to our fundraiser for the people of Ukraine. You can find the link to our GoFundMe page at bio.site forward slash it's Jamie Sparks. All funds are going to be gift matched and then donated to UNICEF and passed on to the people of Ukraine. It will make a real difference, so please give generously. Let's show some love and make a difference. Dear. Back to the podcast episode. I love it how you're just immediately like, podcast mode initiated. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like just like chiming it off like the nobody's business. Love it. Well That's done. exciting. You earned that promotion. No dirty talk, just podcasts, no turn-ons, so turn me on, by that I mean, this podcast, I'm not interested, so don't date me, review me, just rate me, like, subscribe, don't date me, review me, just rate me, like, subscribe, don't date me. Don't date me. Don't date me. Don't date me. Alexa, play the podcast. Don't date me. Okay, speaking of which, follow us on Instagram at it's James Bart and Twitter at it's James Bart. <laughs> Wait, is it? At it's James Bart. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to Don't Date Me, a podcast where a certain number of adults in their 30s talk about dating. Hit that subscribe button to get notifications of when our full episode and our mini episodes go live, live even, that subscribe, hitting the subscribe button helps others find us. My name is Emma Jane. I'm commonly known as producer Emma Jane on this episode. I am a smurfette, five foot three, 33 year old mum of one. On this episode, we also have Lindsay. I'm now 30. I don't know how tall I am because I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> Shorter than Jamie. I'm currently wearing the merch that I had to pay full price for because Jamie doesn't <laughs> give me shit for free. I'm sorry. He's not sorry, because I've been going on about it and I still have not received gave you a refund. <laughs> any free things. Um, but yeah, wear my uniform today. Other than that, I had, I'm just a piece of shit person. I don't, I don't have any other interesting details. I'm Caitlin. I am the youngest person who's ever been on the podcast at 26, although I will be 27 next Friday. I am five foot four. I don't know my height. Good for you. Just well done. <laughs> Not that I care about my height, but I know I know my height. I like my height. Can we measure me on one of the podcasts? That would be really fun. Yeah. Coming yes. soon to TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> just, just measure me. You're probably you between. You're probably in between the sizes. You're probably in our height range. Okay. No, I'm, I think you're taller than me. But this is what I'm saying. Who cares? <laughs> cares. Exactly. Who that cares? Was a, that was an issue with. Um, Tinder. Who cares about your height? Stop putting that. Oh in your yeah, bio. a lot of women seem to bo- be bothered about yeah. height. Don't, actually, don't put that in your bio. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah, yeah. Don't care. 
Well, that leads us nicely on to our topic for this week, which is going to be red flags. (laughs) So what we'll do is we'll name our three or one or two to three sort of red flags. But before that, here's a message from our sponsors. Pipistrello Designs creates badass digital illustrations, greeting cards, keyrings, and pins. If you enjoy spooky skeletons, pizza, space, and RuPaul, then you're gonna love Pipistrello Designs. Check out their Instagram page where you can find a link to their Etsy shop, where you can treat yourself to a wee tote bag. Do it. Support a local artist and share some sass with loved ones with Pipistrello Designs. Welcome back to Don't Date Me. So on this episode, we are talking about red, red flags. What are red flags? Well, I'm glad you asked, Emma Jane, because I would say <laughs> red flags are different for everyone, but red flags are those things in relationships that make you go, eh, is that all right? Is that behaviour normal? Or am I just like looking at a walking red flag here? Okay, so on from that, what would you say... Caitlin and Lindsay, are some of your main red flags? Well, my, I've got quite a few red flags, <laughs> not gonna lie. Um, um, my red flags are persistent texting, like when you're not together, um, like constantly having to know where you are, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's not yeah. even like just nice, yeah. constant conversations. Yeah. Like, like it's a controlling yeah. kind of controlling behaviour. Yeah. Um, people who still live at home. Over the age of 25. Oh. Now that might be an unpopular one, right? But what if maybe they're just not going to shit together enough to decorate the flat? Like, sometimes there's a good reason, okay? <laughs> Lindsay, do you still live at home? Unfortunately, I moved back into mom's, yeah. But you lived on your own though, yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's different. If you've moved back home, then it's completely different. But if you still live oh, at so home like, since birth. If their life's falling apart, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's completely fine. We've all been there. Okay. Um, but no, if you still live at home, you've never, like, as a man as well. Yeah. If if a man still lives at home and he's like, no, my mum does my washing. I just am that red flag. Yeah, my mum does my washing. <laughs> my mum makes my dinner every night. That's that's a bit concerning. Oh, fair. No, yeah, she doesn't do that shit for me. I still do my own shit. Just... In a shared environment. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cohabiting. Oh, well, there you go. That that's, sounds better. That's not living at home. That's cohabiting. I cohabit with, with my parents. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> um, for me, a bit of a red flag is if a guy's like, oh, don't want to have kids. Hate kids. I have a kid. Oh. So <laughs> that's for me. I don't care how interested you are in me. I have, I have the kid. It's too late. Can't change that. Can't undo it. Yeah. Legally. <laughs> as much as you might want to sometimes. Sorry, um, last week. You're really cool. I like you. <laughs> um, I would say probably one for me is probably the gaslighting. Oh, yeah. Like, gaslighting. So it's that way where, like, they make you think you've not done something that, or they've not done something that you know that they've done and you can prove then they've done it and it will still out like blatantly go, I didn't do that. Uh-huh. I didn't do that. So that's like kind of like a big one for me, I would say. Yeah. And, it's, and it's that way as well as see these men as well, not just men who else do this, like I know there's females that do do this, but see these humans will say that like 
purposely like deny that they're in relationships oh yeah and it's that way where they'll be like that no I'm not in a relationship but you know they're definitely in a relationship because you've seen it yeah or what? those people I'm that... sorry I'm, I know this is a bad episode live in the background but my eyes are going to pop out my head <laughs> what is this a thing yes yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% and after this, I will tell you exactly why this is an actual thing, because I can actually tell you someone who had this whole situation this, going on. This heteronormative conversation is fascinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. back to your silence, Jamie. Also, people who don't post their relationship on Facebook yes. or on their other social medias. No, it's different if it's a new relationship. I but, raised my hand. That's that's yes. <laughs> But no, it's different if you've been in a long relationship, but you've not posted anything whatsoever about your significant other. I also did that for my twelve-year <laughs> relationship. <laughs> Lindsay, am I the red flag? You are a red flag. We've we've established, Lindsay. You're a walking red flag. Don't date me. <laughs> Don't date Lindsay. <laughs> So it, it, that is very much sort of a thing. Um, so I'm trying to think. So, Lynch, do you have any other red flags, Lindsay? Or is it just mainly <laughs> I'm the red flag? So what makes you think you're the red flag? I'm all these toxic things. I don't gaslight people, to be fair. I get gaslighted and then I'll go crazy about it. But I'm that person. I don't... Not big on social media, so like I don't really post anything other than the occasional selfie. But that was back in my good hair days, and I had my really long black hair. It's no longer. I don't really look like that, so it's not proud of it. Not posting it. Hate it. Hate my so, new hair. But so that's a good point. So like there is exceptions to obviously these red yeah. flags. I think that is an exception to that red flag mm. is the fact that you you're not present it. on social media a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Therefore. It wouldn't be unusual for somebody to kind of go on and be like, but I thought she had the boyfriend, why isn't it? And then they speak to you and go, actually, yeah, you're not on Facebook mm-hmm. ever at well, all, see, that's, really. that's the other thing is I don't hide my relationship. Like, everyone who knows me knows about it. Not in bad spite or anything like that, but there's also the aspect of it's none of other people's businesses. Yeah. yeah. But I don't walk around acting like I'm a single available person. I don't do that. I will happily talk about them but just don't feel the need to do it publicly I did yeah. that when I was pregnant no one knew I didn't post it on social media and then I had a baby and people posted the picture and they're like no way you were pregnant yep just but if you live your life off of social media then yeah that's completely understandable mm-hmm. because you don't post anything on social media but so that's these normal people, for me yeah, yeah. yeah it's normal for you but for those people who have are social on social media, media, they are active on social media and they hide their relationship and it's like Why? Why are you hiding your relationship? Is it because you're ashamed? Is it because you're pretending to be single at other stages? Like I think it's more that. I yes. think it's the you're keeping your options. Yeah, open. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've always said that too. Meliora mm-hmm. Wax create vegan, cruelty-free candles and melts. They are biodegradable, sustainable, and more importantly, handmade and hand-poured right here in Scotland. You can get 20% off when you sign up to their newsletter, which you can find on their Instagram page. Now, we're super excited to announce that the Don't Date Me podcast has designed some candle fragrances in partnership with Meliora. 
If you'd like to win one of these candles and a bunch of DDM merch, head to the Instagram profile for Meliora Wax and Don't Date Me and give both profiles a follow and then slide into our DMs hard and fast to let us know which fragrances you'd like to win. You can choose between Sarah's Spicy Margarita or my Shenandoah Rainfall fragrances. Head to instagram.com forward slash Meliora Wax that's Meliora spelled M-E-L-I-O-R-A and to instagram.com forward slash don't date me pod that's don't date me P-O-D Slide into our DMs and be in with a chance of winning. Dear. Okay, so what is a deal breaker red flag? Texting. Like, for me, texting. And it's happened to me when I just started talking to someone. Um, and I was with friends. Um, and the thing that, like, a lot of people know about me, but it's not something that's like, Oh, massively in, out there. I'm better friends with guys. Um, I'm closer to guys. I get on better with guys. Although my best friend is... I've got one best friend that's female and one that's a guy. So I was with my guy friends on this particular occasion. And this individual had just received my number. And in the space of an hour, I had 18 missed calls. And I can't even remember how many text messages from this one individual. She was very eager. Yeah, very eager indeed. Um, so Shut as, down. Yeah, as you can imagine, um, he was blocked. Because what had happened is, I, it, it was in where we are right now, it's in my, I was in my living room, but my phone was on charge in my bedroom. So I didn't actually know that my phone had been ringing. And it was one of those ones where I had went back to check my phone um, and I had 18 missed calls from the individual um, and he was blocked within seconds of me re- re- like realising that I had 18 missed calls from him um, bearing in mind I'd met him once um, previously was introduced to him through a mutual friend and that was what happened so yeah people show me red flags and I'm like nope and then I wonder why I'm single but I mean it could be worse you could be like oh he really likes me and yeah. then like yeah he's so eager he's so keen it's going to be great and then like for me, it's just like, if you're like this right back. now, what are you going to be if I do pursue this? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not even going to even acknowledge anything that's just happened. Block. Mm-hmm. No, that was actually super mature. Yeah. yeah. Experience. I, I don't know if I would have <laughs> took that same path. Uh, it depends what mood I'm in. I would have either argued, like, you nut job. Why are you pestering me? Or I'd have been like... Love, love the attention mate like keep yeah. trying make it make it 180 <laughs> yeah no the thing is though with that particular situation i had made it clear as soon as he got my number i was like listen i'll text you tomorrow i'm with my friends just now um and so you'd already set a boundary I, yeah i had set that boundary um and he was like oh who's there blah 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 and i'm like first of all you barely know me so you're not going to know my house exactly and I was like, do you know what? You're already getting to that stage where you're being like, who are you with? That's none of your business. Like, I very much enjoy my freedom. I don't want to answer to anybody, like, about what I'm doing. So, no. Mm-hmm. What's your deal breaker, red flag? For me, it's probably, see if you're going to give me shit that an ex has done and I haven't done that to you. 
that for me is a big red flag. Like, don't punish me for other people's mistakes. Punish me for my own mistakes. Whatever I do to piss you off or, like you're saying, cross boundaries and stuff like that. Give me shit for that. Don't blame me for stuff that other people have done that's nothing to do with me, doesn't match my personality, anything like that. I think if you're not healthy enough to differentiate that that was a different person and different experiences, then you're not really in a position to be dating. I have a lot of shit from my ex that I don't then use against other people. Like, I don't assume that they are doing that or whatever. Like, I can differentiate that that was a different person. And even if you do... Like, I understand sometimes you can do things that are similar that trigger that, but remember that all the other stuff that brought that to be a big problem... That person's not currently doing that. They're just doing one thing that's, yeah, that's I think similar. The, so just explain, but communicate about it. Yeah, communication is That is things I think, see with that, that is like a big one, but see if it's that way where then it's that way where they step back and then go, oh shit, I just blamed you for this. Mm-hmm. What this was here that you did triggered me. I'm sorry. I'll try and be more aware of it. Then I think that that point it's okay to kind of allow them the chance to grow and change from that but see if they don't shut it down <laughs> no i agree completely if you but point again, it out and explain that that was a, th- a thing for you because i have things like that and i'm like i don't like that behavior so maybe let's not do that again and if they take that on board and stuff that's great but it's if you keep getting shit it's the continuous past and it's like but that's that wasn't me. Like, I didn't do those things to you. It's yeah. going to cause problems mm-hmm. in the long run because one of you is going to end up turning around and being like, stop it. And mm-hmm. I'm, this isn't working for me anymore. It's going to become a toxic situation. Yeah. 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 And so for me, I would say probably my biggest deal because it's because it's something that I am hyper aware of from a particular past relationship where it was hindsight that made me kind of realise is the actual manipulation and the control. I didn't actually realise like how under control I was in this particular relationship until I got out of it. It was that way where I would have like a taxi booked and waiting downstairs and he would be like trying to get me to physically stay. Mm-hmm. It was like 10-15 minutes it would be for me to actually be able to get downstairs out of his flat at points and I'm like I need to go. Yeah. So and obviously I didn't realise that point because obviously at that point I was Quite, in love. I was quite young and I was mm-hmm. I so thought I you, was in love. Do you almost misconstrue it as like, oh he just wants me to stay and he wants more time yeah. with me? Yeah, yeah. And then afterwards you realise like, wait a minute, that was Yeah, that was but the thing. But yeah. I was at that point I was quite a naive 20, 19, 20 year old. So I was extremely naive but this was like my first majorly proper serious relationship. I did have one previous to that and he dropped the L-bomb super early super early that was another that was another again which I didn't realise because I'd known him for years so with him I kind of was like that oh, okay so, so you've had a thing for me for a while yeah, so, let me catch I, up <laughs> so that I'm, was, I'm a bit behind so that was the two but yeah so I would say that's probably the thing is like the manipulation kind of type thing and the L-dropping the L-bomb dropping early as they are two kind of major, like, get out of there quick. Or if, if you're, you like, you're not in a position, like, if you have a relationship with someone that you're not serious with, yeah, and they drop the album as well, that's 
quite concerning because it's like we've not had these discussions we are casual and yet you're telling me love me nah it's a bit like you missed a step yeah exactly <laughs> you missed a step of actually saying hang on let's actually date and let's do this and you're just like yeah i love you by the way and you're like whoa no <laughs> just uh, no that's nice <laughs> you Thank just say you. okay just like Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Or you could just be like, same. I love me too. I'm, I'm great. So good. <laughs> love me. Yeah. No. Yeah. So on that note, do we have any tips that we can give to people on how to recognise red flags? Well, if you feel uncomfortable with something that's been done, and you're like, hang on a minute here, I'm not a hundred percent that that's normal behaviour um, obviously if, it's you, if you're questioning it there's a reason why you're questioning it and trust your own judgement and if it comes to it and you're like right hang on this is something that's normal behaviour then go for it but if it's something that's really quite concerning then just shut it down have a conversation about it if you want to have a conversation about it but in all fairness if someone does something that you really don't like you don't actually owe them a justification. Yeah. Like, you don't... And you, the, sometimes if you're in a situation where there is a red flag there and that the control there's controlling behaviour, like you said, Emma Jane, then nine times out of ten, communication's not going to work for that person yeah. because they're going to turn around and manipulate you and say, oh, you're not there. That's a bit of gaslighting going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, what you're saying is not right. I didn't oh, do that. You have took it yeah. the wrong way, blah, blah, blah. Conversations with those types of people aren't going to work. And also with those types of people as well, another red flag would be them shutting down your emotions, shutting exactly. down your feelings and not acknowledging it and pretty much just going, oh, you're being dramatic, oh, it's not that big a deal, sort of thing. So I think, do you have anything that you would say like that you particularly recognise or helps you recognise a red flag? Yeah, mine would be if you're in a situation, you've got to do the whole perspective thing as if it was your friend and they were telling you that, you'd be like, you're batshit, like, these people are wild, like, so if you wouldn't like your friend being in that situation, and your advice would be, you're wild, like, get out of there, then look at it from that perspective, so if you think, like you were saying, if you think something's off, view it from if it wasn't you, because you can make a lot of allowances and excuses when it's yourself, that you wouldn't stand for if someone else told you that story. Yeah. Like, you would yeah. be like, no, don't do that. And like, then on that, maybe. if you kind of are kind of unsure, kind of at that point where you are unsure, talk it through with somebody. Yeah. Like, absolutely just talk it through somebody. If you're close with your mum and you want to discuss it with them, talk it through your mum, sister, best friend. Hell, if you've got a male best friend or a male friend at all, Male best friends are brilliant. Yeah. Male best friends are good. I'm sure yeah. we can all say at one point or another, Jamie's helped us with something. Jamie doesn't help me with shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that's another good point though. Right? So see if it's something that you don't want to tell your friends about, you're not comfortable sharing, then that probably means that it's a really bad red yeah. flag. Like if you don't want to talk to your friends about it yeah. because yeah. you're like, oh, I don't want to tell anyone this and situation also, happened, then that's probably a good indication. Yeah, if you ever get to a point is where you realise that when you're kind of starting to notice things and you actually actually I've not spoken to X, Y and Z for forever 
that might also help you trigger actually hang on he's isolating yeah, me why is from there, yeah, when you're like why am I not speaking to, to this person yeah. and then like yeah that for me that is another red flag by the way yeah. like see how if you start seeing someone and all of a sudden your friends you do not speak to your friends at all that's a massive red flag for yeah. me like I've lost count of the amount of times I've lost friends because they've got in relationships and they forget about you and your existence yeah. now I understand that when you get in a relationship everything's new everything's fine but let's face it, it takes two seconds to send a text mm-hmm. yeah. and say, by the way, I'm good, things are good, how are you? Two seconds that takes. Yeah. But why are you not messaging your friends? Or if your friend messages you, why are you not messaging your friend back? See, I'm yeah. consistently a bad friend, <laughs> whether I'm yeah. in a relationship or not. No, just doesn't message back. No. That's different. No, if you go from not messaging people at all, right, or taking a week, three weeks to reply to someone's texts, totally different. <laughs> if you go from texting your pals constantly to not messaging your pals at all because you've got this oh, man no, yeah, or woman in your yeah. life, yeah. that's when things become concerning. You'll always respond eventually, Lindsay. Eventually, yeah, but I mentally respond, like, I, in <laughs> my head. <laughs> no, I know I haven't, I just, I decide the answer in my head. So, I'm busy. <laughs> Moving on from that, and I also just kind of that, and obviously you have said about shutting it down. How would you go about shutting it down? Because I know about three or four different ways of shutting it down. So you could just stop responding to texts. Yeah, ghost them. Ghost them. A wee bit of ghosting. If you want to ghost, you you ghost. No, I'm joking. Don't ghost. Ghosting shit. Give them a fucking explanation. Some people don't deserve an explanation though. I deserve. Okay, there's there's behaviours and stuff that I think I think it's that way where if it's too toxic for you and you know that they're going to try and then manipulate you into staying and into doing that stuff and making you all the promises in the world that they're going to change. I think at that point it's okay to ghost. Yeah, ghost or block. Ghost and block. Yeah. Sometimes blocking is a great thing. Yeah. Great invention is going to change, so that's not going to be an issue for you. (laughs) (laughs) So what's another one, Caitlin? Well, you can have a conversation with the person and say, look, I'm not comfortable with your behaviour. Now get to it. Leave. <laughs> Bye-bye now. That conversation sometimes is going to happen. There's always going to be these conversations. You can be a bit more diplomatic and say, look, we should take a break and just be the going. I just imagine <laughs> you saying it like that. Look, <laughs> this is not working. Look, I can't do this anymore. Right? I cannot do this anymore. I've... I've sent that text. I'm not going to lie. I have sent that text. I've also said it face to face where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. This isn't working for me. I'm not comfortable. I'm not happy with the behaviours. Whatever. I've had those conversations. They're not nice conversations to have. Sometimes they're necessary. And do you know what? Sometimes that behaviour changes because they're like, oh wait, hang on. I'm being a bit of a dick. Yeah, let me correct myself. Yeah. Yeah. Things like, but see, when you do have that conversation, it's that way where you are deciding to like shut it down and see if they're like, no, let me tell you this. Like, okay, we're going back to square one. Back to square one. It's gonna yeah, but be... we've all been there though, where we've we said we've been gone, there. We're, we're ending it and then we've went back a few weeks or a few months later and you're like, I'm going to do it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, 100%. You know this. Jamie knows this. Like, I've been there in that situation where you're blinded by the situation and it's only once you leave the situation blinded by the dick yeah blinded by the dick <laughs> <laughs> blinded, blinded by the dick blinded by the the overall how the situation makes you feel when you're in it blinded by the titties <laughs> um but blinded by how you make this the situation makes you feel when you're in it 
But sometimes it takes something to happen and then you're like, hang on, I'm going to step away from that situation. And you take perspective and you think about how it makes you feel and you realise that situation's not making you happy. That situation is toxic as fuck. And you're like, I'm going to leave that situation for a while. You do you, boo. I'm going to do me. I'm going to work on myself. And then like three, four weeks, months down the line, you look at that situation, you realise that you're sleeping better, your mental health is fantastic, and you're like, hold on, how toxic was that situation that I did not realise that I had been in? Yes, Emma Jane and Jamie in the background are I'm cheering because they know the situation. I'm going to say it's worse when you know how toxic the situation is and you're just in it. You're just going to avoid it. You're not, you're not oblivious. You know that it's a pile of shit. Yeah, but, but for, me, for me, I knew my situation was toxic, but I didn't realise how toxic it was and how much it was affecting well, me yeah. until I got <laughs> out of the situation and I was like, oh, fuck. But sometimes when I think it is longer relationships, mm-hmm. as well, ones that are longer... Because um, that became my whole personality trait. Um, it's just being a miserable cunt. It was great. <laughs> it was but not great for everyone around you, though, was it? Jamie loved it. <laughs> so I think I think when the when it's really strong and you know that that's the toxic thing, it's then that way when you have been in a relationship for so long, it's then the sudden fear of being oh. by yourself. Oh, You're yeah. just I didn't like, have that. Like that was the that was the bit I can wait for. It was the more so much shit is intertwined that it's not as simple as just going buy them out. Yeah, like, I think with, depending on the situation, obviously if there's kids involved, like households, all that stuff, mm-hmm. where you are literally tied and knotted into one another, it's a bit different to where you just snap and like walk block. away yeah. and block. You kind of you kind of can, particularly if there is a kid involved. I mean, you can, but it just makes you the day. Yeah, it just is very tricky. Um, so I think I got blocked. <laughs> it was. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's get that way. I think when it is a longer relationship and there is other things involved in it, say, such as kids and like actual like mortgages and stuff that are intertwined and you're actually fully linked in and locked in, then it is a bit harder, as you say, just to snap and walk away. You kind of need to get a plan in place. Mm. You kind of get have like a plan in place and be like, for okay, I need to find myself a house, I need Just to find this, it. need to find it's this. Fine. Either. It'll work out in the end. Yeah. But that's I'm what still, I would do. I would still put in place it out. and then you've got nearly been a year. <laughs> Lindsay who just goes Still don't have a plan. <laughs> so talking of breakups, on next week's episode, Jamie explores breakups with Kirsty on polyamorous breakups. Ooh. We would like to know your thoughts. So drop us a WhatsApp voice note or send us a message. The links on our Instagram, don't date me pod. That's don't date me pod. And if you have a dating horror story or need some advice, stop laughing, or just really want to share an opinion, email it to sparks at gmail.com. Other email providers are available. But if you can't wait, in the meantime, you can listen to our Apple Music music playlist. See you on Monday for the mini-episode. Remember, stay vigilant of the red flags. Don't dismiss the green flags. And definitely, don't date me. Are we the red flags?
Where the red flags? I'm the Maybe red flag. a little bit of a red flag, but I'm not as much of a solid red flag as Lindsay. Sorry, <laughs> 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 Lindsay. I agree, it's fine. I fully accepted it. Hey, thank you for listening. The Don't Date Me podcast is created by Jamie Sparks Productions. You can email the show at itsjamiesparks at gmail.com. Other email providers are available. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at don'tdatemepod. If you enjoyed the show, please consider donating to our fundraiser for the people of Ukraine. You can go find the link to our GoFundMe page at bio.site forward slash itsjamiesparks. All funds will be gift matched and then donated to UNICEF and will make a real difference. So please give generously. Thank you to everyone that's donated so far. At the moment, we've raised with gift matching in place £410. So we've got a long way to go to our goal of 5000 Let's do it. See you on the next episode.